0: This is Strange Assembly, episode 246, Halloween. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, your tabletop gaming podcast. You can find us on the web at www.strangeassembly.com. You can subscribe to the podcast there on Spotify, in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app, or in the Google Play Music Store. While you're there, we always appreciate it if you take the time to give us a rating or review. If you have any feedback, you can also always reach me directly. I'm chris at strangeassembly.com. For today's episode, I thought I'd do a little seasonal event. I know that Halloween isn't until next week, but if I drop an episode two days before Halloween, then i can't even pretend that you're going to be inspired by something on the list and go out and play it because what i wanted to talk about tonight was some board games i'm going to go for 5 of them that you might want to try to play for some good halloween fun now i am going to go for for board games obviously we do some role playing tabletop here as well i'll just if you're going to do a one shot Halloween game. I will give a shout out to Bluebeard's Bride from Magpie Games. That makes for a very excellent one shot horror game if you are into the serious horror. Uh, But of course, a a game master can make a scary episode of almost any role playing game out there. Uh, But for today, we're going to go for board and card games. And for the first game, I'm going to go with a classic, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Now this can be a different game every time, and I- indeed if you are specifically going to play it for Halloween, it's possible you'd want to try to make sure that a particular sort of scenario came up, but right, this is the game with the concept of everyone is going into the abandoned mansion, right? The house on the hill, and then you'll explore the house on the hill, and then at some point something will probably go horribly wrong and one of the players will probably turn against the others and there will be some sort of likely spookiness going on at the house. Now, I I do a lot of of strategy gaming, so I get that betrayal at House on the Hill can be very random. Uh, I get that it can vary drastically in how difficult it is for the betrayer to win versus how it is for the rest of the group to win. That's okay, because the point here is to go for something nice and thematic, something that promotes some mood, and I think that if you're going into this let's have a spooky vibe sort of thing, Betrayal at House on the Hill can do that very well. The second game I wanted to highlight was Dark Gothic from Flying Frog Productions. Dark Gothic is also in the same universe as A Touch of Evil. Now, A Touch of Evil if we were standing alone, might take this spot because it is a more classic people walking around trying to stop bad things from happening. But there are some other games that I think hit that sort of spot. But here at Strange Assembly, we do love our deck building games and Dark Gothic is a deck building game set in that milieu where the players are these investigators trying to stop the evil that is coming. Dark Gothic and A Touch of Evil are set in a supernatural sort of colonial New England. It's it's almost like if you dropped Buffy into Salem, right? And you have these different characters who are trying to you know stop headless horsemen and witches and werewolves and I also really like the art that goes along with this. It's very distinctive in that it's photographs with effects and you know, to give it that sort of spooky vibe, but you're mostly going to go through your classic deck building mechanics, although this one has three different attributes to try to overcome uh, the complexities, but it also has a madness die that can accumulate and make everybody lose if things go too wrong, but it gives that classic deck builder gameplay while also having a, a nice spooky horror theme for your Halloween gaming. Now, I was actually worried a little bit that I I didn't have any zombie games on here because I don't really like zombies that much, and so I know that there are a lot of people who really, really like zombies. And when they think Halloween, they think of hordes of undead coming at you. But then I remembered that I have Dead of Winter on my list, and that does, in fact, have zombies in it. They're, you know, more technological zombies than mystical zombies, but they are still zombies. Uh, And I think it says something about the quality of the gameplay in Dead of Winter that even though I don't like zombies really, I do like Dead of Winter. And so Dead of Winter is another cooperative game. And in fact, that is something that is true of every single thing on this episode today. It is either a cooperative game or it is a semi-cooperative game and i think that that's telling right that the scariness is not the players going at each other scariness is the players collectively defending themselves against a threat now it may turn out that one of their own is secretly working for that threat but you you know the the closest that you get to outright competition is you know when you have the the complete switcheroo in some of the betrayal scenarios Now, Dead of Winter can have a traitor. You can also choose to just pull the traitor out so that there's no possibility of there being a traitor. But Dead of Winter places the characters in a medically-induced zombie apocalypse where they are struggling to survive and you've got these survivors back at your base and then you've got the main characters who are going out trying to do things. It was the first game to use the crossroads mechanic from Plaid Hat Games, so depending on which characters are being used and whether or not they end up together, it may trigger these storyline sort of events. And, you know, ultimately your goal is something along the lines of, you know, surviving and killing enough, you know, zombies to reach the end condition. But it can be really tense. And of course it can get super tense if you've got the, the traitor in or don't know if you've got the traitor in. But it's just a, a solid game and that's Dead of Winter from Plaid Hat. My fourth Halloween recommendation for this season is Exit the Abandoned Cabin. Now Exit is one of several escape room game lines that are out there. There's Exit, and there's Unlock, and there's Deckscape, and there's Escape Room the game, and there's Escape the Room. All sorts of them. Exit comes from Cosmos. And the Exit games are small box, they are a little bit destructible, although you can play them without destructing them. They have a nice spread of puzzles, there's a little bit of just trying to notice things, and then definitely figuring things out, and codes here. And they do clever things with the components, of course, one can't talk about what those clever things are without spoiling them, but off the top of my head i would say that overall the probably the best of the escape room series is exit for that that breadth of experience uh, it can provide not that every single one of them is you know better than every one of another but overall and i would be inclined to say that the best of the exit games is the abandoned cabin And of course, the group of people stuck in the abandoned cabin in the woods is a classic horror movie trope. And that is exactly the scenario that is presented to you in Exit the Abandoned Cabin. The room that you have to escape is that abandoned cabin, and it has got all of those things that can make Exit uh, a great game. You can, you know, get some music going with the timer counting down and really get some tense action in for your Halloween game and Exit does not play in a super long time so if you were making a big night of it you could probably have you know Dark Gothic and Exit in there together or a couple of these other ones now or, or, or you know you can play Exit and you can go on to a more traditional sort of Halloween party but that is not the case with my last pick for the episode today and if you listen to or read us regularly this may sound like a bit of a broken record but if i am going to identify what i think is the best game to play for that creepy halloween game night it is mansions of madness second edition from fantasy flight games now there are other entries in the arkham horror files the fantasy flight cthulhu mythos themed set of games you've got eldritch horror which has you world hopping you've got arkham horror which has you going around in a city and you've got elder sign which is a a dice game version of these but the mansions of madness really brings you down in on the personal i mean I, i like i like eldritch horror and eldritch horror is a horror game as the title might indicate but it's also this globe-trotting, spanning thing. It doesn't get in, in personal, right? You you get more of a horror feel, not just because, oh, the world is going to end, but because you're really zoomed in on these individual characters and what is going to happen to them. And it what happens to them may involve the world ending, but the important thing for really evoking the horror is what is going to happen to them. And Mansions of Madness is the one that really drills you as close down as you possibly can. And I I do if you're you're aiming for a, a horror scenario, you know, you know, try to go for one where you're you're really up in tight. You know, there are some of the scenarios where you can go and you can you know you can see it, oh, it's gonna be running around the entirety of the streets of Arkham. And and that's that's fine and a little bit of going out into the yard, but that more claustrophobic, you know, in the literal mansion of madness is the sort of place that you really want to aim for. You've got the, the background music, if you so choose, playing from the app. Of course, for this, as with many of them, you can get a nice little soundtrack going from YouTube. But my number one suggestion for a tabletop game to play on your Halloween gaming session is Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition. So that was Betrayal at House on the Hill, Dark Gothic. Dead of Winter, Exit the Abandoned Cabin, and Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition. Give them a try. If the sorts of mechanics in these games appeal to you, I think that you will really get a kick out of any of them for your Halloween board game evening. You've been listening to Strange Assembly, your tabletop gaming podcast. You can find us on the web at www.strangeassembly.com. You can subscribe to the podcast there in iTunes, the Apple Podcasts app on Spotify, or the Google Play Music Store. You can find us at the usual social media sites. We are at Strange Assembly on Twitter and facebook.com strangeassembly or instagram.com slash strangeassembly. You can reach me directly. I'm chris at strangeassembly.com. I always love to hear your comments, criticism, feedback, whatever it is that you want to say. If you're interested in supporting the podcast and the website in ways small or large, you can visit iTunes and leave us a rating or review there. That helps people find the podcast. And of course, if you want to visit us on patreon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. But until then, I'm Chris Stevenson, and you've been listening to Strange Assembly. Never stop gaming.